Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is podcast number 91. And we're going to talk about spring cleaning tips because it is spring. Like officially it's spring. Um, If you want to see a four minute version of this, you can go watch the link that I will put in the show notes for this, which is um, me on ABC's World News Now. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about that for a minute. Y'all can fast forward about two minutes if you don't want to hear about it. But okay. So y'all, I totally got to go to New York on Sunday. Um, it's kind of crazy. And I hadn't really mentioned it a lot. I'd mentioned it on my newsletter. If you want to sign up for that, that's a slob comes slash newsletter. Um, but I, you know, okay. So everything I know about television and being on programs and things like that is basically nothing's guaranteed until it's already aired. I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if somebody, you know, I mean, if something world news, big dramatic stuff happens, then you're getting bumped if you're talking about spring cleaning. So anyway, I really hadn't talked much about it. I didn't really believe it was going to happen until it really did. But anyway, I got to go up to New York and be on, um, world news now as their little, um, little, I'm not little anyway, as their spring cleaning expert, giving spring cleaning tips, which Let's all just have a moment to kind of giggle about that. But really, anyway, um, I just went from my own perspective of um, basically I was talking about um, using up your spring cleaning, taking advantage of spring cleaning energy before it disappears because we all know it disappears. So anyway, if you want to go see this segment, please click on that link because I have this dream that they're going to be like, oh my word, this video has so many views. This girl like has people who will totally watch her. So we need to have her on again, which they've actually already asked me to come on again. Not like officially here's a time, but they say, Oh, we want to have you come back. So anyway, it was very exciting. It was very fun. And, um, yeah, I loved it. So, um, if you want to watch that video, the link is in the show notes for podcast number 91. And you can just go to a slob slash podcasts with an S scroll down to the bottom and, um, you will see podcast number 91, unless you're listening to this in the future, it might be in the middle. Who knows? Uh, if you don't see it there, just click on, see all my podcasts here and you will find it. Okay. So we're talking about spring cleaning tips. I'm going to share the same tips that I shared in the segment, but you still want to go watch it. I promise. Um, and, uh, basically the idea is use what you have in ways that you might forget that you can use them. So for example, I talked about, you know, I have, and I did a sponsored post on this back in November. Reg doctor is actually, they, their PR person is who arranged the TV segment. Um, but I had this machine for a very long time before I ever did a sponsored post with them. Um, because that's just what I had. And it's the spot cleaner. It's the reg doctor portable spot cleaner. And anyway, but the idea is don't forget when you have something like that, sometimes I think, pet stains, kids throw up, blah, 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 whatever. But I can also use that on my upholstery. I need to do this on the chair that I'm sitting in because it has, you know, the, this, whatever the arms of the chair or they have little 
nastiness on them. Okay. So this is one of those times of year where spring cleaning energy is a real thing. It really is. I mean, it happens. We can't explain it. Um, the guy at the studio, which, oh my word, the people at ABC were so nice to me. It was crazy. Like the PR girl that I was woman. I'm sorry. JC, if you're listening. Um, but the PR woman who I was with was, um, you know, she had a dream the night before that they were going to be like really mean to us. Like, why are y'all even here? They were so nice. It was crazy. I mean, like so incredibly nice. These anyway, we just had such fun time, but the guy was telling me, he said, you know where spring cleaning came from? Um, and I said, no, because I didn't. Um, but he was basically just saying, you know, that in the olden days when everybody had a coal furnace, well, there was really no point in doing deep cleaning while you were still burning the coal furnace because the coal furnace makes everything have this coal film all over it, you know? So he was like, so when spring cleaning happened and you knew that you weren't going to run that, when spring happened, you knew you weren't going to run the furnace anymore then that year, then it was time to do a deep clean, you know, cause there was coal residue or whatever in the carpet and on the walls. He's like, so people would wash the walls and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, that totally makes sense. But at the same time, it's just a real thing that happens. I mean, you know, you just kind of, things are fresh and, and you can move in and out of your house without feeling like you're letting all the heat out or letting all the heat in, in the summer or whatever. There's just something about that where you kind of feel like, okay, it's time to just get things clean. The sun shines through the window in a way that it doesn't other times of years and all other times of year. And you see things like the nasty, you know, little bits and pieces. I don't think they're stains necessarily, but they need to be cleaned on my couch that I just hadn't even noticed before. And then the sun hits it differently. And I go, Oh my goodness, I've got to clean that. Well, using what you have, you know, I have that spot cleaner, the reg doctor portable spot cleaner. And I, you can use that on decorative pillows. I can use it on more than just my carpet. I actually just used it last week. This is not a sponsored podcast, by the way, just in case you're wondering, but I used it last week. Um, when my daughter spilled her blue, um, Sonic slushie on the seat in my car. And, um, if you've ever seen my car and if you've listened to that podcast where I said, I will not give car cleaning advice. Um, because I don't have that figured out at all. Uh, you know, it was really bad for me to go, Oh my word, don't spell that. Out. Anyway, so I made her use it because it's super easy to use. But we basically got I mean, it was blue. It was blue food coloring. Don't judge me as a mother. Um, but anyway, all over my tan seat in my car. And we just got that out, got it up and it's gone. I mean, like completely and totally gone. There's not even a hint of blue on there anymore. So it's just kind of looking at what do I have that I can use in a way that I don't normally think to use it. Okay. Um, so the next tip that I gave was, um, what we've talked about before, but that's using dish soap to clean your bathroom. Sometimes we get hung up and I know I've talked about green cleaning before. There's a podcast on that and reality-based green cleaning. Um, you know, sometimes people like us, we tend to be idealists and we get hung up on this idea of, well, I have to do this perfect way. And what if this chemical is not the perfect chemical to use in this space? Um, or what if it's just the fact that it's a chemical and, I'm a horrible mother. If I use that, I'm not saying I am, but these are the things that run through our mind of like, Oh my goodness, what if this is, what if it's worse to use this chemical than it is to not clean? Well, it's, 
It's not basically no. Um, but, or what if, you know what, I need the best thing to clean my bathroom. And so I need to run to the store and go shopping and go down, spend an hour looking, reading all of the instructions on the different cleaning products or spend two hours researching on the internet, what the best products are for me to use. When the reality is the best thing for me to use is what I already have. Because by the time I get back from the store or by the time I ever get up from the computer after doing all that research, that energy is gone. Spring cleaning energy does not last forever. And oh my word, people like me need to take advantage of it while it's there. So if I jump on that energy and I say, I'm going to clean this bathroom with what I have. Dish soap is an awesome thing to clean your bathroom with. I actually use it. I would say more often than I use other cleaning products. I do. I am, I'm all for any cleaning product, whatever you've got, but most people have dish soap on, on hand, go ahead and use it. That plus a scrubby sponge. I usually use the Scotch-Brite one, um, which you probably recognize as being the yellow sponge with the green scrubby part on it. Um, the only thing is I use the non-scratch version, which is all blue. Like the, the sponge part is a lighter blue and the scrubby part is a little bit darker blue. I use that because the surfaces in my bathroom scratch. And so um, I actually learned that from one of you, a reader who commented when I had first you know, learned the wonders of what dish soap plus a scrubby sponge can do. Like I was shocked at how well that cleaned my bathroom, how well that cleaned my shower, even my nasty, like soap scummy shower. I was able to clean it with that. Um, anyway, I used that, uh, and one of, one of you had commented and said, Hey, be careful if your surface is scratchable about using that, you know, that typical yellow and green one because it can scratch that which then makes it harder to clean in the future and I realized I think my surface actually is scratchable so I started using the blue one um, and that's non-scratch so that's a great way to do that go ahead and use that now the host on the segment that I did um, his name is Kendis and he is single and he admittedly hires someone to clean and doesn't do it himself and so this is all kind of like huh okay he's like so you put the dish soap in your toilet. And I was like, well, that really wasn't what I was thinking. But, um, I said, no, I said, I wouldn't do that, but you could, you totally could. Um, yeah, go for it. Whatever. That's not gonna hurt anything. I will tell you what he said that I didn't agree with at all. I was like, please don't do that. Um, so anyway, the next tip that I gave was when you do clean your bathroom, and this is a tip that comes from normal friend. If you've ever, um, if you've watched my YouTube videos, which are at youtube.com slash a sob comes clean, or if you have, um, seen my, uh, what is it? Um, post that I wrote for home Depot, it's a year or two ago. I don't know what different spring cleaning tips. This is a, a tip that normal friend who's in those YouTube videos and who I've talked about before watching her clean. Um, she gave me this tip one time and she, loves to clean. Let's all have a moment and think about how weird that is. Uh, anyway, but she loves to clean. And one of the things that she does is in her toilet brush holder, she, when she's done cleaning, she will pour a little bit of the cleaner, whatever cleaner she's been using. So for you, it's whatever smells clean to you. If you use pine saw and that, and as bathroom that smells like pine saw is a bathroom that smells clean to you use that. If you use vinegar and that's what smells clean to you, use that. Um, use, you know, I like lemon scented things. So, you know, that's what I had up there on the segment. 
with something lemon scented. But if you use that, then um, pour a little bit of that in there and it's going to let your bathroom smell freshly cleaned for longer, but it's also going to give you a little bit more cleaning power when you scrub that toilet. So if you just do a quick scrub of the toilet, there's already something on your toilet brush because it was in the toilet brush holder. Okay. If you have kids at home though, you do not want to use cleaning products in an accessible space like that because kids will do crazy things. Um, even though they might not clean the toilet on their own, this is really, really gross. So if you can't handle gross stuff, don't listen for a minute. But when my, one of my children, I won't identify which one, I was a brand new mother though, if that gives you a hint. Um, when one of my children was potty training, I went in to find this child sitting on the toilet, chewing on the plunger. Okay, I'm going to stop for a second so you guys can all hear over your gagging sounds that you're making. He was chew- This child, I'm sorry, was chewing on the plunger. Don't go look at your plunger to find out what plungers sometimes look like. Um, but I pretty much died. He, he did not die. This child, I'm so sorry. I'm not saying if it's a he or she. This child did not die. So obviously this child was okay. But as a mother, I was officially freaked out. Freaked out beyond belief. Um, so anyway, you don't want to leave like, you know, official cleaner cleaners in there. But you know, use some of that dish soap. There are dish soaps. I think Gain makes dish soap and they have, you know, if if you're really into scents, I'm actually not into scents that much other than lemon and orange and things like that. But if you're really into scented things, then, you know, some of that Gain dish soap would, um, maybe have a smell that, that you would like. Uh, but you know, something like that, that, or use hand soap or use vinegar, whatever it is that you have, you can put in there. Um, okay. Next tip that I shared on my television segment that I keep casually mentioning, um, was, oh my word. Now I've forgotten it. I think it was the don't worry if you don't have, um, okay. Yeah. There were actually, I had like 10 tips and I only got to share about four or five, but hopefully they'll have me back. So, um, if you're cleaning glass, your mirror, your windows, things like that, um, you can use newspaper instead of paper towels. That was something that, uh, we used to do at that camp that I worked at. It's a great way to reuse newspaper. Um, but it also, I believe actually, you know, is one of the preferred ways for a lot of people because it doesn't leave lint on the surface. Um, or just use an old t-shirt, maybe one that you've been meaning to declutter, use that. Um, but you can use, you know, whatever you need to there. I also talked about the black trash bag with your clutter, uh, because, as we know, um, there's people in the world, like I used to be, who can't even think about spring cleaning because there's clutter everywhere and they can't get to their surfaces. I say they, I mean, this is where I've been. So yeah. Um, so anyway, knowing that, um, I just recommended the whole, don't forget if you are overwhelmed, where do you start? You start with a black trash bag. 
this was actually a silver trash bag. I thought I was ordering black when I got them on Amazon, but um, it was a silver trash bag. So basically the idea behind it being a black trash bag as opposed to a white trash bag is you can see through a white trash bag and therefore people in your home who see that broken toy that you throw in there and remember that toy when it wasn't broken and decide that their life is just going to be over if you get rid of that broken toy. Um, you know, all that is made much easier when it's a black trash bag and they can't see what you've put in it. Um, also for yourself, (laughs) but, uh, you know, using that, um, black trash bag and just saying, okay, I'm overwhelmed. What can I do? I'm just going to walk around and throw away trash period. I'm just going to throw away trash. That's what I'm going to do. And that is the best way to get started decluttering because as I advise always, If you don't know where to start, start with the easy stuff. The easy stuff is the stuff that has a home somewhere else already designated with no mental anguish or decision-making required and putting that stuff in its home. Well, trash has a home in the trash bag. So it's like taking that place with you through the house or through the space. So getting, pulling out trash first is very, very important. So an example of that recently I did a, a post where I had to pull back my couch from the wall. And so there was a whole bunch of stuff under that couch, which I have another story about that coming up soon. Anyway, for a different couch. Um, but I pulled that couch away from the wall. There was all kinds of crazy stuff. I needed to clean back there. I was, I think I was test was when I was testing Swiffer versus the store brand. Um, but I pulled that couch back and I couldn't even get to the surface to clean it. I mean, you know, it it wasn't even an option to just pull the couch back and just clean back there really easily. No, I first had to deal with the clutter. I had to deal with all the junk that was underneath the couch back there that we hadn't remembered at all. My little dog, it was so cute. Um, I mean, I pulled back that couch and she jumped back there and ran out and she was so excited and as happy as she could be. And I was like, what is going on? It was her bone that she, um, it's her little plastic bone that is her very, very favorite that she obviously hadn't had in a while, but there it was back there. So we did discover all kinds of things, but I have a post where I talk about, you know, going through and if I will just tell myself, do the easy stuff first, what's the easiest of the easy stuff? It's trash. So if I let, instead of just looking at that and going, oh my goodness, I just want to shove this couch back and not deal with this space because that's so annoying. Instead saying, okay, I'm going to break this down into easy stuff. Number one being trash. Then I go through it and I go, oh, well, yeah, a bunch of this is trash, but I don't see the trash when I first look at this space. Instead, I see overwhelming mess. I'm overwhelmed. I can't deal with this. But instead I say, no, no, no. Okay. Before I just quit, before I even start, let me look and say, what is there here that is a easy to deal with, um, you know, what, what's easy to deal with? Well, trash. I mean, there were wrappers for things. I'm not going to talk about who ate something and left the wrapper and then it got knocked under the couch. But anyway, um, there were wrappers or there were school papers or there were, you know, I'll just, I I can't remember. I'll, I'll link to the post in the show notes for 91, but that's basically what it was a bunch of trash. So I picked that up and it was like, Oh, okay. Well now there's not just this huge mass of stuff. There's okay, yeah, right. Well, you know, I need to pick up the little hair ties that somehow end up there and go put them in my daughter's room where they go immediately. 
okay, well, then it's a little bit less overwhelming. And then I pick up other obvious stuff that, okay, well, this needs to go such and such place. Um, And as I did that, I found a few more pieces of trash that I had missed the first time around. So, you know, just starting with that black trash bag is such a great way to break through that decluttering paralysis, that moment of thinking, I absolutely can't handle this. You know, I just can't do this. I can't do it. Um, that's a great way to do that. So anyway, um, let's see how much time have I been talking? Okay. 20 minutes. So, um, that I'm going to end there. I know this is a shorter podcast than usual, but this has been one of those weeks. Um, which is kind of one of my consistent excuses. I'm sorry, but, uh, just letting you know that, um, I would love for you to go watch that video. I will link to it in the show notes and let you know about that. Okay. I will um, talk to you guys next week. Bye.